Welcome back, my friends, to the D-Rate the Hate podcast. I am Wilk from Wilksworld.com, and in this episode, I'm going to be interviewing Denise Albright from DeniseAlbright.com. Now, what attracted me to Denise first was when my wife ordered some of her products, and I saw one of them was called the Gratitude Finder Journal. Now, Denise's company is an organizational stationery company with a lot of bright colors, very upbeat kind of products, and I think you're going to want to listen to this episode because there's a lot in here that helps to accentuate the things in your life that you should be uh, grateful for. Just like all things on the Dear Ate the Hate podcast, I'm all about bettering the world one attitude at a time, and the products that Denise has on DeniseAlbright.com do just that. First, I'll ask you, what have you done today to make your life a better life? What have you done today to make the world a better place? We did not create the hate, but with your help, at the Derate the Hate podcast, we can derate the hate. And again, Denise Albright's products and the Gratitude Finder Journal are all about doing that as well. I will just throw this out there. In this episode or in this interview, my microphone was getting a little wonky. So if it sounds a little off, that's all right. The content's still good. And stay tuned for the end of the episode because there's going to be some free stuff. Uh, that you'll find out about on denisealbright.com, as well as a special promo code for the D-Rate the 8 listeners. So with that, let's jump into the interview. Hey, Wilk. Our guest today is Denise Albright with denisealbright.com. Just a quick background. The way that I became familiar with Denise was my wife brought her to my attention because of the uh, Gratitude Finder Journal. With the D-Rate the Hate podcast, we're all about bettering the world one attitude at a time. Attitude and gratitude go hand in hand. And Denise, you say you you started out. I, I saw this on your website when I was, you know, kind of kind of doing some background. You started with one goal, and that was to take care of you while you take care of everything and everyone else. Could you tell me how you came up with that phrase and and what started DeniseAlbright.com? Thanks, Will. Well, it's a hey, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And you know, it it it's funny because I think so many of us live parallel lives. And, you know, it, you sometimes hear entrepreneurs say like, oh, I started this business and didn't mean to. And in particular, when I started doing what I'm doing, I really didn't set out to start a organizational stationary company, honestly. But I just looked at my own life and kind of realized, what do I need to kind of get by on um, achieving things I need to do in a day? And and little, you know, a little bit about myself. I mean, I've, I'm married with three young boys, and, you know, and now I have my own company. And there's a, there's a lot to be done in a day. And sometimes, funny, when my husband and I had kids, we coined the phrase, minutes matter. Because it happened, you know, when one of those things where, you know, my husband said, oh, you know, I'll be there at five. And if I've got a, an angry toddler on my hip at five o'clock and he comes in at 5.15, those 15 minutes are a lifetime, you know? And so we used to say minutes matter. As we started, like, you know, as our family grew and all of our, our needs did, you know, we realized minutes really do matter. And, and the more you can kind of shave off of your day and kind of really condense down all the things you need to do, the more kind of more accomplished you are, the more productive you are, which really kind of gives you that sort of inner contentment that you can like relax at the end of the day because you feel that sense of accomplishment. And so I was really just trying to take care of what I had to do. And condense it down a way that I could find more time 
to kind of do things I really wanted to do and spend it with people I adore the most. And so that's when I say, you know, when I say that, like, take care of you so, you, so that you can take care of everything else, like really get myself to that mental place where I really feel relaxed and my mind is not cluttered. And I feel that sort of sense of accomplishment so that I can really be intentional about everything else I do next. Very nice. <laughs> that that gratitude journal. And, and I've looked through them and was that the beginning of denisealbright.com, the gratitude finder? What was the first organizational piece that you came up with when you really got going? I mean, I, I know you said it was, uh, you know, you at your kitchen table and very much working uh, on your own life. Was it the gratitude finder that started the deal or or which which part of denisealbright.com was the baby, so to speak? How did, right. how did that get started? Yes, exactly. My maiden product. That's a great question. And in fact, it was actually my planner, which is called the Reminder Binder. Uh, for years, I had licensed that out to a manufacturer, and it was a great way for me. I was time I had uh, my first son was very young. I was doing it on a licensing basis. It was a very low involvement on my part to simply design that piece and have another company manufacture and distribute it. And that was great for a couple of few years until suddenly there was a manufacturing hiccup and they couldn't bring the product into the States soon enough. Ultimately, that purchase order uh, was canceled and it left all these planners in a warehouse for, and, and, and as the licensor on the deal, if that planner did not go through the doors of a retailer, as a licensor, I made, I made zero commit, uh, zero royalties on that project. And so it was in that moment that I was, I had this opportunity to say, okay, well, you know, I actually spoke to that licensee and I said, Hey, is there a possibility? I mean, if this, if this product is going to sit in a warehouse, can I take it on and uh, distribute it myself? And I had a great relationship with this company that was doing that. And they said, sure, why not? So they sold me these um, planners for a song, you know, um, a thousand at a time. And I literally just found channels in which to sell them. And at the time, and this was 2014, 15, I was selling them on eBay and Etsy and just kind of by hook or by crook, just how can I distribute these planners? And within about six weeks, I had sold, gosh, probably close to 10,000 of these planners that would have been otherwise furnace food. And so, yeah, so it was kind of like a, um, like I said, it all began because there was a, a production, a hiccup that they couldn't get product into the States fast enough. And anyway, so moving forward, Months later, they were getting ready to launch the project again. And I asked them, hey, you know, is there any way I can maybe tack on a few more onto your purchase order and sell them myself? And they said, oh, you know, the retailer actually found a replacement planner where they're no longer doing that project with us. And I was devastated because, you know, I was like, oh, that was, you know, that was a great opportunity. And then I took a step back. I said, wait a minute. I own the name Reminder Binder. I own the artwork. All I need to do is find a manufacturer and take on the project myself. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what I did. Uh, and so it was really in that moment that that this company that you see today was born in sort of, you know, I was, I was one door closed and I opened up a window and said, great, let me see if I can do it myself. And it really, um, I accidentally identified that there was a planner market out there. Um, mm-hmm. Ones who actually liked my reminder binder specifically. So I just, I took that in house and, and manufactured and distributed. It was a wonderful uh, springboard. And from there, I really just started listening to my customers and it be, kind of became apparent like what they, what else they wanted, what else they needed. And I was, I was very open-minded to kind of, you know, absorb what it is their needs were. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you take care of the customer, the customers take care of the business, right? So oh, yeah. the more I started, you know, putting my ear to the ground and that's how my product line evolved. 
And, um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't long after a couple of years in that really, you know, I began seeing this movement about just gratitude surfacing is really just a awareness on everyone's mind and how it just shifts so many things, not only inward, but outwardly in your lives and the positivity mm-hmm. that just spreads and breeds, you know, good things, you know? So at that moment, someone said, you know, what would be really great is a gratitude journal. That's when the gratitude journal specifically came into play. And the name uh, Gratitude Finder obviously came from, you know, I always, I believe that whenever, you know, they say the, the saying, if, you know, the cup's, you know, half full or half empty, right? Yep. Um, at, as you know, you will find what you're looking for, you know, and if you set out to find things that are wrong, you're going to mm-hmm. find them. You are going oh, to yeah. be successful, you know, you could walk into, you know, a, a shop and find things that are on sale and be like, oh, sure, it's overstocked from what they didn't sell that nobody wanted. Like, this is all their throwback surplus. Or you could say, oh, my gosh, this is fantastic. You know, this is a great piece that I can now wear or enjoy or have at a fantastic price. And I wouldn't have gotten it a month and a half ago because the price was too much. And now look at now I can, you know, it brings me joy to have it, that kind of thing. So I feel like any situation, you can look at it and find good or bad. The gratitude finder, the the little tagline on the cover itself is look for great things and you will find it. So I actually, on the little title, I put a little E kind of stuck in the word, you know, gratitude, like gratitude, kind of a play on look something great and you will find it. So without a doubt. Yeah. So that's kind of where that, the, the gratitude finder got its name. You know, it's, it's pretty much designed just to kind of help you train your brain when you look at something to look at it as the cup is half full. So the gratitude finder actually, like I said in the beginning, I know, and you know, the gratitude is one of the keys to happiness. I mean, without gratitude, it's almost impossible to have a positive attitude. One of the great things that I, I've seen when I was looking at the products that that my wife bought from denisealbright.com with the gratitude finder journal, it's really neat, you know, because when I learn something if I don't write it down, even if I don't ever look at it again, by writing that down, you know, writing what I just learned down, it, it helps to further ingrain that in my mind. And, and I think that each day, and this is what I found so neat about your product, was if you literally start to consciously look for those things to be grateful for, and then you write them down, you can so much easier remember them later and, and Oh, and then the fact that you got, you know, such a cute little book that you can go back and, and look at the the days and, and, and then, you know, those neat little memories. I mean, I don't think too many people anymore, and I could be wrong. And in fact, I'm probably wrong. Let me just put it that way. I don't know how many people actually journal stuff anymore, like write stuff down. Uh, I was never much of a, a journaling person. I, I, I tried it a few times. It wasn't my thing. And I always wished I had, because I've had a very, you know, interesting life. And I've encountered a lot of things. The idea that you write down, make a conscious effort to write down the things that you're grateful for and the days that you're grateful for them and being able to go back and revisit those things. I just, I thought the concept was so neat. What? what, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, forgive me. I was gonna say you touched on some very good points. And I, and if you don't mind, I'd, I'd love to kind of address them and is, okay. So going back to you know, I take care of you while you take care of everything else. 
um, and the whole minutes matter type thing. These are the undertones by which I really design a lot of things. And, and look, with gratitude journaling, I think there's a lot of value in it. You kind of nailed it. Like if you write it down and you really kind of own it and, and believe it and you build on that. But the other thing, just as it relates just to kind of my organizational undertone and kind of my, my ways of doing things is that for me, it's like, you can, you can jot down, write notes all your life everywhere where I get kind of, you know, where my shoulders kind of go up in it up too high and stress is like, okay, where did I write that? What did I do with it? Where do I go? Where's my pen? Do I put that on a post-it? Do I put it here? So for me, I think that part of my mission too, is to create this sort of shortest distance between two points is a straight line. So if I always know that my gratitude journal is in my desk drawer, or it's on my nightstand, or it's in my kit on my kitchen counter, or it's in my handbag, you know, and it's kind of has an already templatized way that I don't have to think about it. I can easily stick a pen right in the, in the coil binding. I've even, um, some customers have even tied a pen with ribbon onto the pen itself, set yourself up for success to really take out any sort of zigzagging around, trying to find what you're going to, where you're going to write it, how you're going to write it, what pen you're going to use. I know those things sound simple, but going back to my minutes matter, you know, you might only have three minutes in, in a moment, but you just want to kind of download that thought. And I don't care what it is. It could be part of a grocery list that you want to get those thoughts out. In this case, we are talking about gratitude journaling. Like you might just want to have a few minutes and get that thought out. And it'll be so rewarding when you do. Mm -hmm. But having the placeholder that is designated for it is part of the magic. I think so much of my life I've created systems for it in a very simplistic way. I mean, I don't care. You know, there's a lot of household tasks that I have systems for. You know, I don't care if it's laundry or making meals or turning over my, my son's clothes when they outgrow. I mean, all those things take time, right? So the more mm -hmm. systematic I can get about it, the more organized I am, the more efficient I am, and the more time I have to do other things. Well, gratitude journaling is the same way. If, if you have the placeholder for it, it just makes it easier to do it. If you have to think every time about where am I going to write this and then try to recall where you put it later, if you want to recall it again, you know, mm -hmm. it, it just takes too much mental energy. So I'm really mm -hmm. trying to take out the friction on that level. And so, and whether or not you use, you know, the gratitude finder or any gratitude journal, really that the, the effect is the same, you know, and, and, and get that and help yourself, you know, set yourself up for thankful success, you know? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And one of the things, you know, you touched on too, is kind of looking back and, and, and as you mentioned, you've kind of had things in your past that you'd almost like to go back and sort of just revisit those thoughts you may have had in those moments, you know? We all think we're going to remember and we all think we know what's going to, and it's so hard. It's so hard to do that because you're living in your moment now and it's hard to go back. And, and sometimes you wish you could, especially when it's something that you're, you're trying to articulate good things or great things, right? You want to have that, you want to recall those things and relive them again, because it just in that moment brightens your day. Right. So, oh, absolutely. so by design, we, we created the, the gratitude journal so that they were attractive covers. They're, water resistant hard cover so that they can withstand you know just regular wear and tear it has an elastic an elastic binding so um a strap rather to, to keep it shut it has fun stickers in it just to kind of be decorative you know so all those things that really make it something that's almost like a gift book to yourself and mm -hmm. you know year after year customers will keep them and go back and read them and and having them on your shelf like that is something that you can relive all those great things 
Right. And, and like I said, they're, they're very bright. They're very, I mean, I'm, like I said, my wife is right here. It, it's, it is, it's so neat. It's, it's a great way to be able to relive and revisit uh, all, all those little things, you know, I like the bubble, little bubbly artwork that's in there. And, you know, the way, the way that it's set up, it's just, it's, it is literally one of those feel good things that, that you could, like I said, just the, just the idea in my mind, just the idea of pulling it out later and looking at it. It's just like looking at a good book. You know, everybody, when we were kids, I remember we'd, we'd put the uh, brown paper bags over our textbooks and then oh, decorate yeah, them up with sure. whatever, because, you know, nobody wants to look at a, a at a dreary old textbook, but you liven it up with different drawings, you know, do all these different things. And then you got the stickers in there. I, I think it's neat. I think it's a feel good product. And I'm obviously I'm guessing that's what, what you're going for when you're designing them. Now, I, I see, you know, you have the reminder binder, the budget binder, you know, different kind of calendars and things. I mean, you got a, a very large product line. I know most of that stuff is geared towards towards girls and women. And is, is there stuff for dads and, and, and the boys and, and stuff, too? Or is well, you know, it, it's funny you should say that because, you know, of course, I've been an illustrator most of my life. And it's funny, people ask me to, to illustrate things and to do things. And it's like, look, I, the, you know, my style and my design, I, I, you know, we are what we are. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, even to say, you know, like there was a time my mom would say, you know, Denise, do you have um, do you have any sympathy cards, Denise? I'm like, mom. I'm driving, you know, I'm drawing like mice driving convertibles, mom. I'm like, it's like whimsical, cartoony to like art. I'm like, no, mom, I, I don't, you know. And it's funny, people will say, you should really create a planner for a man. I'm like, now, do, do I believe that men would love organizational things? Absolutely. I don't know that they're necessarily going to attach themselves to my whimsical little cartoony like illustrations and hot pinks and limes and aquas. So I don't necessarily have that for men's particularly. Uh, but it's funny, I do have a couple things that we brought to the market. One is the dad pad, which the dad pad is, is an organizational weekly planner pad that is designed for your spouse. However, it's really, again, take care of you, take care of, it really takes care of the mom or the, the wife or what have you to be able to download in a fun way to their spouse, all the things that need to be accomplished, attended to, done, and really eliminate, dare I say, the nagging. So kind of like the honeydew list, right? It's a honeydew list. Exactly. It's a very nice (laughs) called the dad pad. And and that's actually a a registered name of our company. But it's, it's basically a, a great way for us to communicate internally because that is a thing, right? It does. Get, oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, the, the communication within a household, that also is a thing. I mean, you know, you mm-hmm. manage your household, you have to communicate on many levels. And even to say, sometimes, you know, there might be something that I may know about, you know, one of my kids may have had an event at school or a test or something, you know, we even have stickers and placeholders for the dad pad to say, ask Lucas about his spelling bee you know, kind mm-hmm. of thing, or kind of like a, a little, a little prompter to, you know, and there's stickers that, that are, will say like, Oh, coming up your mom's birthday. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but you know, I often have to remind my husband, like we better get a card in the mail. Your mom's birthday is next week or what have you. Oh so, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. You know, as long as, as long as the, the, the buyer understands it's really, albeit says dad pad, it's really to help the woman of the house or, you know, the, mm-hmm. to, to communicate to her, her counterpart, 
what's coming up. So, and that being said, so that's one product. The other thing too, is that with the gratitude finder specifically, you know, of course we have all the, you know, it's very lighthearted, you know, flowery, pretty artwork. Uh, and then he said too, you know what? I wish my son had something like this. Mm-hmm. And so we did roll out. Uh, there are, there are four variations now that are designed more for boys. And mm-hmm. again, I think there's a point, there's a point at which there's no 14 year old that wants to use, you know, the stickers of are in there of, you know, spiders and, and fun little, you know, poop emojis and things like that. Well, right. maybe, maybe 14 year olds still do, but you know, it kind of cultivate at that critical age for them, like just before, you know, they might be entering in that sort of like uh, middle school age where it's, it's a very formative time and, and critical time in their, in their young mm-hmm. lives to kind of really feel good about themselves so that they can act, act out in the right ways to, you know, be kind to others, you know, and then mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, at a very early age, a curtail bullying, when you start, mm-hmm. you know, raising the awareness of just good things about that individual within their own mind, they won't, they'll be less likely to try to find other ways to bring themselves up. And commonly they'll put others down, you know, if they don't know how to do right. that, they'll put others down to make themselves look better. So if you just focus on how to bring up their own positivity and their own self-confidence, they don't need to put others down to feel like they are feeling good about themselves. They don't need to, to, you know, that that's kind of how they'll be better to others because they already feel good about themselves. Yeah. The, the whole gratitude concept, I mean, the gratitude certainly spans the spectrum of, of boys and girls and, and it's equally as important for both. And, and I think you're absolutely right, especially children that are young and impressionable. Uh, one of the things that we ask our son at the dinner table every afternoon or every evening at, at dinner time when he asks to be excused is what are you grateful for today? And the whole, the whole gratitude journal thing, like I said, to me, gratitude is, is one of the happiness begins and ends with gratitude. As far as I'm concerned, you, you cannot be a happy person without being a grateful person. So now your products are very unique. They, there's obviously a lot of different companies out there that do similar things to what you do. And, and I think yours are very unique because of the artwork and, and because of your personal style. I, I like it a lot. What would you say makes you stand apart from the competition? And what are things that your customers have come to you with that said, this is what I'm looking for in a gratitude journal, or this is what I'm looking for in a calendar, or you know, how how has that played out in growing DeniseAlbright.com and and just that gratitude brand that, that you have? Sure. Well, I, I, that's a great question. And I think one thing I've always lived, and I think my parents taught me this at a very young age, is to really be considerate of other people's feelings. And I try to apply that in my professional life, whether it's within, you know, um, others on my own team, kind of to really be considerate of other people's feelings and to really be aware of where they are in their perspective. And, you know, albeit you don't always have to agree and think alike, but just to understand where someone might be coming from. And so what we try to do, honestly, is, is one thing that we really make a mission is, is our, our service is really what we, what we even call customer success. You know, it's always find the yes in CS, kind of our mantra. And really, you know, customers will come to, uh, come to us. And in this day and age, so many people are so prepared to hear the no and no, you can't, you can't return that. You can't, you know, there's no other special um, amendments or, or sorry, it was damaged. And, you know, there's, there's sometimes they get that roadblock. 
and and there's and there's been things that that happen that customers might inadvertently order twice, you know, duplicate an order they didn't realize they'd ordered it on their phone and then ordered it on their on their laptop, you know, because there are so distracting. We cater to busy women. We know those things happen. So we just try to hear and understand and acknowledge our customers and what they might be dealing with. So it's basically we try to appreciate and consider the person on the other end of our transactions. And we try to be, you know, hey, we get it. We, you know, and in the big scheme of things, if someone says, oh my gosh, I ordered two, I didn't mean to, I, they, 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 they feel so compelled to give me all these excuses, but I'm like, I get it. Cause why? Cause I've done the same thing. I get it. And so commonly in those moments, you know, we'll just try to work with that person to find a, a, something that works. And the, the reception we get on the other end for having done that and having just acknowledged what may have happened is extraordinary. And certainly in some of those moments, it costs our company money, reship a product or replace a product or something like that. However, it's always come back to us tenfold because mm-hmm. people are like, oh my gosh, the confidence and comfortability I have in working with a company like yours is so tremendous. Like I'm going to shout it shot it from the mountaintops and it's, mm-hmm. we didn't set out to have that happen, but we just get it. Right. I mean, I can see a lot of different scenarios that happened in my own life. That I just wish someone would just understand what I was trying to do. Yeah. And that's all people want is that to be acknowledged like, Oh, you know, I get that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Let's figure this out. We got you. And kind of people realizing like we really didn't set out to, to have this multi-million dollar, highly profitable company. That's, that's not my mission. Granted, not to deny the fact that yes, I want to be a profitable company. I'm not overlooking that, but that's not my day-to-day goal. It's it's been so rewarding to really engage with our customers, make them happy. Uh, my my team, same thing. I really try to find what it makes each person tick to to make sure I'm feeding into whatever it is that gets them up and going in the morning. Their individual love languages, you know, so that we can just really feel good at the end of the day. I mean, I think that's kind of comes down to, I keep saying that you want to feel accomplished. You want to feel happy. You want to feel productive and everything else falls into place. Business has become successful. This company has become successful because that's what we focus on every day. Anyway. So I really think kind of, you know, what differentiates us is that we tune in to our customers and our clients and we're paying attention and, and we're acknowledging and we, we want people to know, look, we're just the same as you are, you know, in, in so many levels, like we're in this together on many levels, you know? So I think just kind of really being that customer ally where, where we are. And I think where we've, where we have found the, the greatest relationships really. Yeah. The, I mean, the relationships, building relationships with your customers. And then the fact that not only are you out to serve your customers, positive products in your product line, in a way you're you're serving your customers twice not only are you serving them well with the product itself building the gratitude or whether it be getting back to the idea that minutes matter or the building strong and, and cohesive households by making that nudge on the on the mom's birthday or the the honeydew list with the dad pad or serving the customer with the actual product because the product truly serves the customer and then being tuned in to the customer themselves, you really can't go wrong by serving others and you're doing it in multiple different ways. And it's, it's a positive thing. It's a beautiful thing. And, and anything anybody can do to enhance gratitude, enhance happiness, 
enhance efficiency. I mean, uh, those, those products are, are doing all those things. It's a very neat deal. Sure. Well, you were talking about the fact that it gives back twice. I'll tell you one of the things that we experienced, especially over the holiday time and where the world was then is that so many people gifted a gratitude journal to someone in their life, whether, you know, did it in just a couple of few people in their own circles or families, or, or they did it in a more, a broader level where they might be gifting a staff or a team. One of the ideas that came to surface that I thought was brilliant was one individual she has as a, as a principal she got a gratitude journal for everyone on her staff and she hand wrote in each one before she gifted it, why she was grateful for that person. And I thought that was, yeah. So she almost used it as a greeting card, if you will. And I was so touched by that idea that after hearing that we basically put in our next edition that that's actually coming out in end of March, early April we put a dedication page inside each journal placeholder versus putting the first entry on somebody's would be their own entry. It's actually a page that is a couple different quote bubbles that person say like, you know, these are the things for which I'm thankful for you, you know, and it just kind of gives them that sort of dedication, which much like you would sign a book potentially, if you were to give a gift, a book to somebody. And I thought that was such a wonderful idea. And we shared that, you know, with so many other customers, because again, I always have my ear to the ground on what, you know, what customers are doing. And they're so willing to share some of these clever ideas. And in turn, we blast them out to others because I think what benefits one can benefit many. So we embrace that idea wholeheartedly by putting that page now in all of our journals that are reproduced in 2021, we'll have that dedication page. If you never use it, if you just use it for yourself, then fine. It's just a page that's in there that, that, you know, you may or may never use, but it does kind of give that placeholder again, knowing where to put things and taking the thinking out of it. You don't have to go and buy something at a card store. No, that's a very neat idea. And the gratitude thing, I, I think uh, again, is, is so incredibly important for, for all people uh, across the spectrum. And what you've done with that gratitude finder journal is in my opinion, probably one of the greatest things that that anybody could do because enhancing, like I said, we do the, what are you grateful for when, when our, when our boy wants to get up from the table uh, each day, uh, you know, I try to reflect on, on the gratitude and, and the things that I'm grateful for each day. I, I think, I think it's incredibly important. And then, you know, throwing that, that dedication page in there and, and having the the principal that tried to include each of their, uh, each of the, the teachers and each of their staff, just that expansion of the gratitude mindset to me is, uh-huh. is, is every bit worth the price of admission, so to speak. I, I don't know what, sure. where my mind was going there, but, but the, just, just that spreading of gratitude. If you didn't have a, a single other product out there, just that, the, the idea that you're spreading gratitude, accentuating the positive and giving people an outlet or a, I say a topic, a, a, like something on the front of mind, you know, you almost have to, um, it's a prompting sort of mechanism too, because people don't always think, they don't think first, what am I grateful for today to think about what they have to do? What's, what's next on my task list? You know, what kind of things do I have to prepare for that kind of thing? They're not thinking, huh, what am I grateful for? So sometimes someone has to ask the question and where does that come from? 
I did want to touch on your, I, I'm very impressed. And I love the fact that your dinner table, you know, before your son's able to get from up from the table. I love that. It's funny. Cause again, we always pay attention to what our customers share. And one customer uh, shared this wonderful idea. She said that she bought a gratitude journal for each of her kids, but she also bought one for the family. She said that at the dinner table, she said, my intention is to level up on the conversation we had and that we will have a discussion. And then as a family, make a single entry into the gratitude journal. And she said that she wanted to keep that as a keepsake for her own family and refer back to it one day when maybe her kids were grown and out of the house to how, what they, what they were thankful for at age eight. Of course I say that I, I actually physically have chills right now when I, when I think I, about I'm it. pretty much in the same boat. I, I, I thought, I think the idea is, I mean, I can see pretty much right now in my mind's eye pulling out the cedar chest later when the, the grandkids are, are playing in the living room and saying, Hey, you remember when we were sitting at the dinner table? And wrote in this entry because we were grateful for this as a family on this day. That yes, kind yes. of thing right there. Yeah, you're right. I've got goosebumps. You've got goosebumps. To me, that's the kind of stuff that yep. I think people need to be focusing on because, you know, let, let's face it. We live in a we live in some interesting times, Denise. We, we live in in some very divisive, very negative times and. The dinner table, the conversations at the dinner table are, are going to be what what save us. The people recording what or what they're grateful for on a regular basis and, and referring back to it. That's the kind of thing that's going to save us. Watching the news or, or certainly <laughs> certainly watching, you know, what's going on within our country is is brutal. But this kind of thing, what you're doing with your products and what families are doing around the dinner table is what makes and breaks us as a, as a society. I think what you're doing is, is phenomenal. Yeah. That's very cool. That is it. And it, it's really, a, it's the concept alone. And like I said, families can do this, whether they use a gratitude journal um, or not, they can even do that with a notebook. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. really just focused on really just do it, just kind of have those conversations and that will just brighten so much of not only just in that moment, but as you alluded to years to come and, and reliving that with, the next generation potentially, you know, like, oh, you know what your dad used to say about this? And maybe you take turns having each member of the family write it down because even just seeing their penmanship at certain levels, you know, whoever's it might be, or maybe one day a parent's no longer there, you know, and 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 two, mm-hmm. you as a grown adult might be reflective on, on what your parents may have said and done. So it's really mm-hmm. just a keepsake, you know, whatever it looks like. And, and like I said, if it's a gratitude finder, fantastic. It could be a notebook, you know, mm-hmm. it's really just going through that sort of positive channeling and commemorating it, you know, and just, and just designating a placeholder so that it's easy to keep on an ongoing basis. I really was touched by that, by that idea that a customer shared. And, you know, we tried to share those with our customers. We actually have a, a, a web page dedicated to just learning more about the gratitude journal and finding out what other people's, what the inspiration, you know, other people have brought, brought to us. They've shared, we have digital downloads that are prompters, they're like uh, prompts, on asking questions. We have a 31 days of gratitude digital download that you can download and print at will. It just kind of gives you the questions so that it kind of helps you really train your brain as to what might be, what you might be thankful for, you know, because Mm -hmm. sometimes it does get hard, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's, or sometimes you keep going down the same mental path. It sometimes makes you jump tracks, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and thinking about different things and, and different people and different experiences and some more profound and some very simple you know, kind of things like it could be as simple as, you know, your favorite song, 
Or, you know, what is your favorite childhood memory? Clearly different, but still both having that positive effect in some way. So we often offer, right now we've got a couple of them out there for those digital 31 days of gratitude as a digital download. And then we have another one called 31 days of random acts of kindness. And it gives you ideas of what to do just to kind of spread the random acts of kindness, which is in the gratitude finder, there is a section each week that talks about RACs, R-A-K for random act of kindness, just gives people ideas of what they can do, mm-hmm. you know? So, and, and again, some people are often willing to do things, but sometimes they may not have the, the creativity of what to do. You know, something as simple as like, oh, you know, hide a dollar in a library book, you know, let somebody find that later. Or, you know, it, it could be something where you, you know, buy the cup of coffee of the person in the drive through line behind you, you know, things like that. Like, you know, think ideas that sometimes people are, are more than willing to do if they just had the ideas. So we try mm-hmm. to help foster that, you know, and, and those, again, those are all those digital downloads are free. That's neat. Yeah, that's a great deal. I mean, that's, and you're right with the busy lives that everybody leads nowadays it very well lead or may lead them to bring it to the forefront in their mind that, Hey, what is something I can do today? You know, one of the things that I ask in every episode, what have you done today to make your life a better life? What have you done today to make the world a better place? That's, that's a staple in the D-Rate the Hate podcast. And those random acts of kindness are most definitely important in, in doing that. And it's not always for the other person, that random act of kindness Every time, you know, I don't care whether it's me holding the door for somebody or whatever. I mean, I could think of any number of things, but sure, it doesn't have to be gifts, you know, but yes, you could be right. giving something, something. Yes, that makes me feel good. Giving, you know, serving other people, trying to bring to the forefront different ideas that people can do. You know, doing this podcast, it's it's really about how can I make a difference? How can I make the world a better place? Your products. Definitely making the world a better place. Bright, cheery, <laughs> colorful stickers. I'm very impressed with your products, and, and I, I'm so glad that I got an opportunity to talk to you today. This has definitely been a treat for me. I'm sure it's going to be a treat for our listeners. Absolutely. Well, I think this is, you know, first and foremost, thank you so much for for carving out an opportunity for for me to to engage with you and everyone who might be listening today. And 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 thank you for that platform. I think that really raising awareness about your own way you think and how you feel about yourself really does impact so so many things. So it's it's been awesome to kind of create that conversation and that others can listen in on. So so thanks for that platform. What I will say too is that we we had we had such great engagement with our gratitude journals over the holiday season. We literally sold out of so many of our styles and we're just getting them back in stock. And so what I'd like to do is that whether you, you know, like I said, keeping a gratitude journal is an awesome thing. If you're interested in, in looking into our gratitude finders, we would like to offer your, your listeners a unique um, and exclusive offer is that they can earn 30% off, get 30% off of their entire order uh, for, for the month of April and May. We'll actually extend it longer than we normally do just to, you know, like I said, really level up on this gratitude and letting people not only maybe buy one for themselves, but also there might be teacher appreciation is coming up. Um, Mother's Day is coming up. Those are all great opportunities to those people in, in, in your lives commonly deserve to be thanked. So we would love for you to visit our site, which as you mentioned, is If you use the code DTH21 for Derate the Hate, 
21. So DTH 21 on our website, you use that at checkout, you will get 30% off your entire order. A couple of few exceptions that, you know, shipping and gift cards and things of that nature. But by and large, it's a great way for me to say thank you for listening. And hopefully we'll see you online. I would love for you to, to visit our site. And like I said, there's lots of free digital downloads that relate to gratitude that I would, you're more than welcome to take advantage of. Um, and there's all kinds of other, you know, organizational tools like that, that again, we offer free to um, really just find more, find better ways to do things in your, in your day so that you have more time and more mental free space to do the things that you love and spend it with those you love most. I just want to say thank you, Wilk, for, for having me today. And I know what I'll be writing in my gratitude journal tonight. Friends, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Denise Albright as much as I did. I can't encourage you enough to check out her products on denisealbright.com or do whatever you can to help spread gratitude like Denise is with her product. Again, our listeners get a special promo code, DTH21. And if you do check out the site and find anything on there beneficial as far as the free downloads, please shoot me an email, wilk at wilksworld.com, so I can relay that back to her, how much you appreciate that. With that, I'm going to wrap things up and say, when you're out amongst the people, be kind to one another, be grateful for everything that you've got, and remember, it's up to you to make each and every day the day that you want it to be. Again, check us out wherever you get your audio, leave us some feedback, share us with your friends on social media, that I'm going to back on out of here. We'll catch you next week.